Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710. I am Dave Denholm, and you are listening to the home of football in Southern California, presented by Puente Hills Toyota. Get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out, PuenteHillsToyota.com. This is Soccer Weekly on May the 24th, 2017, Episode 4 of Season 2. Here, the greatest football show in all of America and really the world. I think we've already agreed on that. You can hit me up on Twitter, at TalkSoccer. Follow the show there throughout the week. If you want to get the latest ins and outs, at TalkSoccer. You can also leave your thoughts as the show rolls on. I don't know if you know me. First of all, a couple of things about me, if you're just tuning in for the first time. I am incredibly modest. I'm the most modest man in the history of radio, for one thing. And second of all, I love football. That's what I hashtag stuff with. I love football. And that's what we do here on Soccer Weekly. We break it down. Got plenty to get to. We got a cup to give away soon, coming up over the weekend, and a cup that was won in the world of football on this very Wednesday. Manchester United gets it done, winning the Europa League final over Ajax. The Dutch side playing a, uh, one of the youngest, if not, the, I think it was the youngest, actually, the youngest starting 11 in any European final. Ever. Less than 23 years of age on average, Ajax, as they took on Man United in the Europa League final. Remember, with a trip to the Champions League group stage on the line for next season. People forget that. That's why Europa League is now huge. And United gets it done. 2-0 the final. Paul Pogba with a deflected shot. A goal early in the first half. And then Henrik Mkhitaryan early in the second half puts it away. 2-0. And realistically, look. Was it the prettiest game? No. Do Manchester United fans care? No. Should they? No. Get it done. Ajax had the lion's share of possession. Doesn't matter. 2-0. And we've seen that from Jose Mourinho throughout his career, right? This is nothing new. So what is my response to that? Who cares? They got it done. And United as a club badly needed to win Europa League. They needed that ticket, that golden ticket to punch and get into the Champions League with it. Who cares if people say it wasn't pretty? Or they defended their way into winning. Doesn't matter. All you're going to remember, when Champions League starts, what, I guess a handful of months only away? When the next season of Champions League starts, Manchester United will be at the draw. Somebody will be pulling out a ping pong ball with their name on it. And Arsenal can't say that. And Everton cannot say that right now. And Jose Mourinho got it done. And of course, as players, no doubt. But Mourinho took the chance. He went for it with the thought that we might not get in the top four in the Premier League. And they didn't. So he put all his eggs in the Europa League basket, and they did not crack. And United wins. He called his shot, and he went out and did it. Isn't that what we love in sports? Don't we love Babe Ruth pointing to the outfield and then hitting a home run? We're still talking about that. What, 70, 80 years later? Jose Mourinho said, I'm going to go win Europa League to get into the Champions League. And he did it. 
He flat out went and got it done. That's why Jose Mourinho is a fantastic manager. Does he have his flaws? Yeah. They all do. You know me, hashtag not geniuses. Right? That's, they it's, it's, they're not geniuses. They make mistakes. And Jose Mourinho is not devoid of making mistakes. But he got it done. And you have to praise him as one of the best managers in the world. He took a shot. He went out at a competition where for so many years nobody cared about. Guess what? Now they do. Because Champions League is on the line and it is glorious. I got to tell you, there's one thing I want to talk about here. So often we rip on whether it's a league like the NFL or the NBA or a commission or the Big Ten Conference or FIFA, who deserves it quite often. Well, UEFA, who runs European football, made one of the greatest decisions in the history of sport by turning the Europa League champion into an automatic qualifier for Champions League. It was a stroke of brilliance. And I'm so like self-centered and pompous and cocky that I was talking to the great producer Mario Rees before the show saying, why didn't I think of that? It's such a great idea that I should have come up with it because, you know, I'm modest, but come on. It's a brilliant idea. And it changes the way we look at the Europa League now forever because Manchester United went out and put the blueprint out there for, hey, are you struggling potentially in your league? You're a big-time, massive club who needs Champions League money? Well, it's a lifeline, and they got it done. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. The number for you to get involved here. Manchester United fans, I want to hear from you. You must be ecstatic. I love this uh, tweet from Pocho, who tweets me at Talk Soccer, and says, Antonio Valencia, one of the best players in that team, helped to make it to uh, the Champions League. Pocho is a dead-on correct. Antonio Valencia has been dynamite. Absolutely dynamite. But don't we have to give the lion's share of the credit to Jose Mourinho? I know that sounds crazy. Look, I'm not talking on the field, of course. Valencia's been great. Zlatan, before the injury, was magnificent. They've had some great performances at United this year. Even Mkhitaryan started to find his way. Mata, they've got great players. But it's been incredible what Jose Mourinho has decided to do and push this team to a spot in next season's Champions League. What does United need to do to guarantee success there is the next question. And certainly we'll explore that throughout the coming months. But I would love to hear from United fans at 877-710-ESPN or you can hit me up on Twitter if it's easier. Don't do it when you're driving, please. At Talk Soccer, spelled just like you would imagine. We have got uh, uh, one cup that was given away. The, the Europa League final was given away today. We saw Jose Mourinho actually kiss it as he was uh, winning it. Congratulations to he and Manchester United. We've got one that's going to be settled over the weekend. It's Ligia, the final. Liga MX. I was talking with the, the aforementioned Mario earlier, and if I wanted to be really pompous and try to pronun- pronounce it in... Uh, Spanish, but I'm not, I'm not good enough. So, MX Liga MX MX Equis. Of course, don't say. Of course, almost, Dave. Uh, nah, that's just that's so white of me. Come on, that was terrible. MX. I deserve a red card for that. Yellow, yellow. 
Ah, forget hashtag like uh, uh, Oscars so white, like hashtag Denholm so white there after that effort. That was awful. Yellow card. Thank you. Thank you, Mario. I'm still in the game. I just got to be careful. That's all. I tried to pronounce it uh, appropriately. Ligia final. Chivas and Tigres will be going at it. We are going to break this sucker down. This is going to be, uh, honestly, I don't even know if it's going to be a great matchup. That's just a little hint. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's going to be a great matchup. That's the hint I'm giving you. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Hey, Dave, with our, with our Tijuana team being out now, is our Tijuana oh trip gosh. a wrap? Tijuana is, is out, Mario. No. I got to tell you, I, I was getting a little scared, Mario. Remember we promised, I promised I would... I would go to uh, down to Tijuana for the game. If Tijuana made the finals, you were going with me. And what nobody realizes, Mario, is my passport is expired. It's I was going to have to stall away in your trunk to get down there and yes, back. we were going no matter what. Mario, we would have had to have you and like five or six other guys to distract the border guards because I would have had to been in your trunk. Yeah. The Scared out of my mind. Too. Can you Jesse imagine? was going. We were all going. Dude, and you know how I like to drink like uh, not – beer or anything but like i like i drink a lot of liquids so i have to use you know i go to the restroom a lot i'm an old man i would have been in the trunk scared silly about to you know <laughs> pee myself if you will because my passport is expired i realized my passport was expired after we did the bit we started the bit and then i'm like oh no i can't say it on the air i had the whole i was day secretly tr- rooting against you i had it all planned out i know you did and We're i didn't want to disappoint the greyhounds you. watch the dog races mario i did research on how quickly i could get the passport expedited it was going to cost me like 480 dollars i put it on the soccer weekly tag oh of course good. well i would have had to because i can't stow away in the trunk i'm scared of that kind of stuff i'm scared of dark Eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. Let's go to Nate in Irvine. Nate, you're first up this week on Soccer Weekly with Dave Dunholm. What's going on, man? Hi, I just wanted to talk about Manchester United, like you were saying. Yeah, what's going? What, you're uh, are you a Man United fan? Yes, I'm a huge fan. What do you? What and... are your thoughts on this? First of all, Jose Mourinho gets the job done. Nate, you're going to the Champions League. Is this the kind of team that can compete? They need a lot of help going into next season. Oh, of, of course. They need a lot of help, especially going forward because, I mean, Ibra always defies the odds with his age and recover. I mean, I think he'll recover from the injury, but they need more help in the midfield. And, so, I mean, they, they were drawing too many games at home this year in the league. I just think they need some more depth, but especially with Champions League on their schedule next year. Um, but I think it's great that they're back in there, even though they didn't finish in the top four in the league. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned the depth, Nate, because realistically, now that you're in, and thanks for the phone call, now that Man United is in the Champions League, that depth is going to be crucial because they have to finish in the top four. There is no, you know, I mean, obviously you get dumped into Europa League if you get dumped out at a certain point of the Champions League. I get that. There is that possibility. But for Man United, they're going to make a run at the Champions League. They need a lot more depth. And they're going to have to go spend. And now he's got the money. Now, Jose, they always have the money, but now they got the backing where they know they're going to the Champions League. They got to give it a, a, a well. They got to well and truly give it a shot here. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. I don't mind reading this tweet. I don't think he would mind me reading it. It is from the great Eric Winalda tweets into the show. 
And he says, hey, Talk Soccer, thanks for making the drive to training in Azusa so much better. Love the show. And then in parentheses, he says, I actually pulled over to tweet that. Thank you for pulling over to tweet that and not killing anybody, Eric, down on your ride to Azusa. Not only a fantastic soccer player, great over at my uh, at uh, Fox Soccer. I, I happen to work, uh, you know, well, well lower than Eric. He's up at the top. He's the best. And not only that, but he also abides by the traffic laws for you in Southern California to keep you safe on the roadways as you're listening to the greatest soccer show in all of the world, Soccer Weekly here on ESPN LA 710. Thanks so much to Eric Winalda for that. Appreciate that. You can hit me up on Twitter at TalkSoccer or follow us. Any, on Instagram, Dave underscore Denholm. It's cool if you don't. It's only Instagram for me. It's, it's fine. Or hit us up now on the phones during the show, 877-710-ESPN. I'm Dave Denholm. This is Soccer Weekly on the home of football here in Southern California, ESPN LA 710. Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710, presented by Puente Hills Toyota. Get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out at Puente Hills Toyota. Com. I'm Dave Denholm, hanging out with you, breaking down and working up the minutiae that is the world of world football. This used to be a half-hour affair. Season two, they've expanded us. We can't, continue, we can't stop growing here on Soccer Weekly because of you, the football fan here in Southern California, and rightfully so. I am Dave Denholm. You can hit me up on Twitter at TalkSoccer. Give us a call, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, to do what uh, John in Buena Park has done. John, you are next up here on Soccer Weekly with Dave Dunholm. What's going on, man? Hey, Dan, how's it going? I'm on the freeway right now. I'm getting home, and I thought uh, I was listening to you on ESPN, and I thought I'd uh, talk about the Confederation Cup. Oh, can't wait. Portugal and Mexico. Oh, I can't wait for this Confederations Cup. It's a great question, John. They're in Group A, Mexico, Portugal, the home side, Russia, which is going to be tricky. And then you got New Zealand, who by all accounts is a tough out. New Zealand's not afraid to go after people, but they just don't have the talent of these teams. That Mexico-Portugal match is going to be fantastic. I'm looking it up right now. It's actually the first match, so that sets the tone for both those teams on June 18th. You know... You can't count out Mexico against anybody. Here's what I say, John. I, I Look, I am a United States fan. I love the U.S. I will root against Mexico with a passion, right, just because it's world football. That's what we're all about. We're about rivalries. But you have to respect Mexico. The thing I love about Mexico, through gritted teeth as I say it, is they are not afraid to play anyone. They are not afraid to play anyone. They believe today, tomorrow, and next year they can beat anybody. And you know what? They can. That's why they believe it, because they can. They can go out and pound Portugal in that first match. It wouldn't surprise me. Nothing will surprise me about Mexico. They can win Confederations Cup, and I will not be surprised in the least. It's one of the reasons I want to get to these kind of tournaments. And thank you for the phone call, John. We've had success in Confederations Cups. We pulled up upsets. Spain, unbeaten. Remember back in the day, United States takes them down. Mexico can win this thing. They're that good. That match is going to be tricky. Coming out of the gate, you want to get off to a good start. I think both teams will be happy with a 1-1. I suspect they're going to see a game like 1-1, maybe if someone pulls out a late winner for a 2-1 score. But Mexico's got, I mean, they're going to go at it. And that's what I love about Mexico. They'll go play in the Confederations Cup. They're going to do some damage. Speaking of Mexico... From the national team, we go to one of my favorites right now. It's time for the Toluca Pachuca updates. We can't even have a Toluca Pachuca update. Toluca got knocked out in League MX playoffs. They're gone. So we got to talk about League MX, the final. No more Toluca Pachuca update for a while. Oh, this is depressing. 
But I will say I'm not depressed about this final. Chivas and Tigres. Let's be honest. Tijuana had a nice run. These are the two best teams in Mexico right now. The two best teams got through the playoffs, and they're going to face off in Ligia's final, which begins tomorrow and then finishes up on the weekend. I am so jazzed for this stinking final. These two teams are the best teams in Liga MX as they're playing right now, except for one of them is so hot right now. I mean, Tigres is on fire. Six straight wins since that Champions League loss to Pachuca, my Pachuca. Tigres in those six wins, get this, they've outscored their opponents 18-2. to Now you can call up at 877-710-ESPN and you might ask me, Denholm, who do you like on Tigre? Well, I mean, the list is long. Of course, you got uh, Gignac. Who can stop him right now? Andre Pierre is playing out of his mind. But, oh, you know, you, look, you want to try to stop him? How about Jesus Duenas? Okay, how about you get down? No problem. Why don't we throw Diaz at you, too? They got so many weapons. I'm sorry, Sosa. It's my Sosa. So many weapons on this team. It's unbelievable. They got Eduardo Vargas kind of like, yeah, we might bring you off the bench, Eduardo. Guy's a freaking beast. They are loaded. They are absolutely embarrassing. It's embarrassment of riches for this team up front. And by the way, defensively, they ain't too shabby either. So when I say that Chivas got there because of the best, you know, two of the, one of the two best teams, you, 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 to make it through the Liga MX Ligia, you got to be good, Right? Tigres is in a class by themselves right now. I will be shocked, shocked if Chivas wins this. But the the beauty of Chivas being there is, Mario, is L.A. now has a sports team finally in a final again for a while, right? So true, Dave. Los Angeles, you can be happy. One of your teams is finally in a final again. Galaxy ain't been there in a little while. Kings are uh, not been there in a while. The Dodgers don't even get me started on the Dodgers. The Lakers, we know that, and the Clippers, or the Clippers are the Clippers. Chivas is in a final. That's an LA team by all accounts. That's the that's like one A with the Lakers, right? Who are the most popular teams in sports in Los Angeles? Lakers, Chivas. You have to say it at the same time. And then it's the Dodgers and the you know whatever. Who's the most popular team? Chivas, Lakers. It's the same thing. So they're in the final. But I got to be honest. I mean, I can't just sugarcoat it. Tigres is my team in that final. Not because I want them to win. I'm just saying that's my pick. 877-710-ESPN. We got to talk about this Liga MX final. I I do not. But now, Chivas is, is solid defensively. Two wins in their last 11, though. They've been drawing a lot of games. I'm not sitting there telling you they're losing a lot of games. They're just doing enough. And you can't play that way against Tigris. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Or if you want to tweet me, it's at Talk Soccer. Got somebody here, Jose, tweeting in, which DP do you want for your LA Galaxy to go after? Jose, I'll tell you who I want. I want a 25-goal-a-year goal scorer. I want Antoine Griezmann from Atletico Madrid. A guy can dream, can't he? That's who I want. 
right? And in fact, if I'm not mistaken, there were rumors going around that uh, Griezmann even mentioned the U.S. Is maybe he'll, you know, they all throw that in whenever they're in negotiations or not even negotiations. He's signed up with Atletico. But if whenever there's transfer rumors, agents and players now always throw in the United States just as leverage. It's like when they used to use L.A. in the NFL for so many years now before we finally got teams, right? For 20 years, the NFL held L.A. over everybody's head. Now it's just like uh, MLS. I don't even know any teams in MLS, but MLS. I want Griezmann then. Give me Antoine Griezmann. I'll be happy with this team. Thank you for the tweet. At Talk Soccer. This Liga MX final. Where I want to hear from Chivas fans. Because I love the fact you got there. You've had a very good, very good run here in the Clausura. You can't take anything away from getting to a final. It's been a while since they won one. What do they have to do to beat Tigres? Now, I know, look, it, anybody I'm talking to right now, probably six out of ten of you are diehard Chivas fans. Then you got, like, a, some Club America. You got, the, of course, the Galaxy. And then you got, like, you know, a little bit of Toluca there. But it's, like, it's 60% of you listening right now live and die with the goats. So I want to hear from you. And I want to know, I want to be convinced, essentially, how they can handle Tigris, if you believe that yourself. Now, if you're an honest Chivas fan, do you find yourself waking up in a bit of a cold sweat at night over this final? Dave, talking about DPs in the galaxy, how would you like Guignac? Oh, oh. That guy's oh one of gosh. my favorite players to watch oh, right now. Oh, my gosh. My, my stomach just did a, a whirl. We got to go to break after that. I can't even sit still. Holy cow, I just lost my – I'm a little dizzy, Mario, after that, even thinking about getting Gnac here for the Galaxy. Oh, I feel you, man. I, I seriously – all the blood is drained from my head. Let's go. Uh, Jesse, let's go to break here. Your Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710. I got to recover. Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710. Dave Denholm hanging out with you. Breaking down the world's game here on the home of world football in Southern California. It's ESPN LA 710. 877-710-ESPN, the number to get involved for you. This is the beauty of it. I know it's kind of popular and hip in uh, sports talk radio that sometimes people don't take phone calls as much anymore. I know some of the program directors around the country are like, ah, no, that's what this show is all about. It's about the interaction because we don't have the opportunity, bottom line, and that's the beauty of what ESPN LA 710 is doing. Letting me come on here for an hour each week. I am Dave Denholm. You can hit me up on Twitter at TalkSoccer, spelled like you would imagine. Don't do it if you're driving. Learn from the greatest striker in American history, Eric Winalda. Don't tweet while you're driving. Pull off the road and do it. Like he did earlier. Hey, we got the soccer scoreboard right now. I want to bring that to you. Manchester United gets it done in the biggest game of the day, the UEFA Europa League final against Ajax. A 2-0 victory. A game that saw Ajax really control possession. So what? That's what Jose Mourinho does at times. He, hey, he wins. He doesn't care what it looks like. And that thing was a, was a ticket punched to the Champions League group stage next season. So kudos to Manchester United for getting that done. The under-20 World Cup rolling on. We had some games early in the morning. Zambia taking on Iran and won 4-2. Italy got by South Africa's under-20 team in Group D, 2-0. Costa Rica, CONCACAF side, and Portugal played to a 1-1 draw. And Uruguay uh, beat up Japan 2-0. I'm actually going to be covering a game coming up later on this evening for Fox, Fox Soccer and Fox Sports. So I'll be hosting that coming up later with uh, France taking on Vietnam. And, uh, uh, an upstart, if you will, Vietnam. 
Vietnam side. Uh, I think that's their first trip to the under-20s. i got to do a little more research before that game, if I'm being honest. I was pretty much getting ready for this show throughout the last week. But, yeah, we'll be uh, handling that one. So the under-20 World Cup is rolling on. Mexico getting off to a pretty good start. Four points from their first two matches. The United States got a very, very tough draw against Ecuador. They gave up a couple of early goals. Not bad goals. I mean, just look, you don't want to give up goals that early. They gave up two goals literally within the first ten minutes and found themselves in a hole. Then they were trailing 3-2 in uh, stoppage time but got the goal late to get that draw for the United States to get off to a so-so start in terms of points, but they'll take it the way it went. Eight seven 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 ten espn to do what uh, this next caller has done. Paul in Beverly Hills becoming a regular here on Soccer Weekly. Paul, always a pleasure. What's up? Dave, I, I, just, I just love the show. Every time I hear you guys on, it's just so refreshing. And then it reminds me of how I'm so frustrated as a U.S. soccer fan that I speak English and Spanish, so usually I end up watching the games in Spanish media because of the entertainment value and the way they approach broadcasting the game, yeah. right? And I feel like the reason why we're not attracting a wider uh, fan base in U.S. soccer comparatively to how it's the number one sport in the world, and obviously we have some, some obstacles there. The NBA is huge. The NFL is the biggest and most popular, you know, the two most popular sports in our country. But I think the reason why we're not getting to those numbers is because of the way the, the media networks are approaching the coverage before the games. Well, I, I, I look, Paul, I can res- respect your uh, your opinion on that, and I'll say I'll take it further because I don't really agree with you on that. I, I understand where you're coming from. I've heard that. You're not the only one, so it's not something that I'm blowing off. You're not the only person who believes that. But I'll tell you what, what it really comes down to, and I know people don't want to hear this because people don't want to put the responsibility on themselves. Paul, there are so many soccer fans in America who just have never given MLS a shot and they'll tell you that they have but they haven't and I'm not saying you I'm saying so many people and I'm not talking about British people who were born in South End or rooted for Southampton all their lives I get that they come to America they're going to be fans of Southampton or Everton or whatever that's fine that's their team I get that I respect that what I'm talking about is some dude who grew up on the uh, south side of Cleveland or Chicago who claims and pretends to be a diehard Bournemouth fan, okay? I mean, stop it. Just stop. And if Paul, if just the soccer fans, American soccer fans, would just watch the games, you would be amazed. Because I know it's the chicken and the egg thing, but if the ratings were, if, if the millions and millions of fans would be watching them on a regular basis, I got bad news for the rest of the world. We'd already have Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi and the 200 other best players in the world, they would be here already. It is our fault, Paul. It's not the broadcasters who have spent millions and millions and done everything they can to try to improve the game. ESPN, Fox, now we're looking at uh, Turner getting involved, NBC. And I understand we're broadcasting other leagues too. My point is I respect people who are from Ipswich if they're wearing an Ipswich Town jersey, right? Or if they have some connection to that. But it's the people who are Americans have no connection to that stuff and have just snubbed their, you know, just absolutely flouted their hate for MLS in our faces. The heck with you then. You don't deserve to have Lionel Messi playing here in his prime or Cristiano Ronaldo. But if the millions of fans would just be watching these games, it is a chicken and egg thing. It would have happened. The money was there for television rights. We saw it in every sport except for soccer for so many years. 
turn the game on and watch. In fact, I propose MLS, and nobody wants to hear it from me. What do you know? But this show has such a platform. Maybe MLS is starting to listen. They should have a week where they tell you to stay home and watch the games on TV. Don't worry about going to the games. We'll let the season ticket holders go. That's fine. We'll have half the attendance. Stay home and watch. Everybody. Because if the TV money would have been there sooner, and as big as it could have been, we'd have already seen Cristiano Ronaldo in his prime scoring 50 goals here and not 50 in La Liga. And if you think I'm nuts, you're just wrong. I'm sorry, you're just wrong. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, yeah, but Dave, I don't have to watch an inferior product. Good, then it stays that way forever. Nice job, champ. Now you get to pretend you're a fan of Porto. Good, go buy your Portuguese jersey then. You soccer punk. Just stay out of my way. And I'm talking to all these wannabes. I'm not talking to the diehards here, right? We know what football is in is, is in Los Angeles. It's the biggest sport. We know Chivas is right there with the with the uh, I wish the L the Lakers, right? It's one one a. It's who's the who's the most popular team in Los Angeles? Chivas Lakers or Lakers? It's the same thing. There is no difference, and we know the Dodgers are right below that, and we know Chivas is in this final. And it's been a long time coming, and you got to give them props for that. I, I'm not taking anything away from Chivas for what they've done to get here. But, man, Tigres, holy cow. I'll tell you what, Pachuca did some amazing work to get by Tigres in that CONCACAF final because I still am scratching my head as to how they did it. I love Pachuca. You know, that's my team. Toluca, Pachuca, I live and die with the Ucas. Don't get me wrong. But, man, how did they do that against Tigres? Because the more I watch Tigres and the more you study this team, this is the best team in all of North America, Central and North America. There is no doubt in my mind. Mario mentions Andre Pierre Gignac to come to the Galaxy, and I literally felt like I got hit a soccer ball to the stones. It shocked me so much. I wish. I literally felt like I took a rocket right to the, the privates because it's just so sh- I would love that. And again, I mentioned the names. Jurgen Dom, Sosa, Eduardo Vargas is like kind of a, hey, when we need you. Jesus Duenas is so good, too. I love him. in the mid- More of a midfield player, certainly, but oh. And again, a defense that's, you know, not exactly chopped liver either. They've given up two goals in the last six games. All of them wins, and they've outscored their opponents 18-2. to two. So as I'm breaking down at League MX in the final here, and if I if I'm happy to hear from Chivas fans dying to because this is a golden opportunity. How incredible would it be for LA if Chivas won this? That would be magic. Don't get me wrong. I just don't see a way around it. And I'd love to be convinced. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. If you are a Chivas fan, you're going right to the front of the line. I promise when I get back to the phones, 877-710-3776. Or you can hit me up on Twitter, at TalkSoccer. Where is Chivas' route to getting into this? Now, here's some interesting stuff, a reminder. Now, generally, if you follow Liga MX, you know this. But if you don't, let me enlighten you because I needed to be enlightened by this. We all know that in the playoffs, higher seed moves on if there's that tie. They don't go to these, you know, this extra time 
on that second leg. It's just the higher seed moves on, right, if we're tied up. At the, now, in the final, it's still two legs, which I love, but I really love it for this reason. In the finals, the Mexican Football Federation has wisely decided, or the Liga MX has decided, there is none of that away goal stuff, which in the semis and quarterfinals I love. In the finals, I love that they get rid of it, and the higher seed doesn't just automatically, they go to extra time. But it's all just about goals in these two legs, and that is fantastic. Utterly fantastic. I adore that, and I'm not ashamed to say it like that either. Adore it! I know that's getting me, that's into my bold and the beautiful love, but uh, I, I adore it! 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, the number if you want to get involved. We will take your phone calls immediately out of this break. Don't forget, we well, we still got something really big for the rest of the show here. I promise you you will absolutely want to hear what's going down. I am Dave Dunholm. This is Soccer Weekly, and you are listening to the home of football here in Southern California. It's ESPN LA 710. Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710, brought to you by Puente Hills Toyota. Get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out, Puente Hills Toyota.com. I'm Dave Dunholm, the host of Soccer Weekly here each and every Wednesday on ESPN LA 710. 7 to 8 p.m., and just look, massive kudos to ESPN LA for doing this again for Season 2 and giving us this outlet now for a full hour to talk the beautiful game like nobody else is doing, really, around uh, Southern California and beyond, and I truly appreciate that, and I truly appreciate you. You're hitting me up on Twitter like crazy, at Talk Soccer. We got Jose tweeting in. He's like, before I finish cooking dinner, Chivas are clearly the underdogs. I agree. I'll forever say their Mexican-only team tradition is a handicap. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. And then Jose goes on to say, especially when you see the stud foreign talent Tigres have along with their Mexican talent. Let's see what happens. Beginning tomorrow, he's right. Sonic's Rod tweets in at Talk Soccer. Chivas has more heart, has crowd following like no other. Yes. To convince Pizarro, who came from Pachuca, to give it all. Says a lot. Sonic's Rod, I can't argue. Chivas is beloved right here in Los Angeles to boot. What do they say? Chivas has 50, 60 million followers worldwide. I mean, come on. One of the biggest clubs in the world. That's why I I have no problem saying I want them to win. I do. I won't go so far to say I'm rooting for them, but I want them as a story. Because I love Liga MX to follow, but I don't have my, you know, I love my Toluca and Pachuca. I don't have a team in the fight here between the Goats and the Tigers. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Talking Chivas and uh, this final with Tigres, who I believe are loaded and certainly the clear-cut favorite in this one. And I do believe Tigres is, Tigres is going to win. I want Chivas to win. But I do believe Tigres is going to be crowned champions. Let's go to Eddie in L.A. Eddie, welcome to Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm. What's up? Hey, David. What's up? First of all, I'd like to thank ESPN L.A. for having a, a, a place for a soccer fan to talk. And thank you for that. Um, Appreciate it. As, as a Chivas fan myself, uh, born and raised uh, with Mexican soccer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, no knock on the U.S. team, but I was raised with Mexican soccer. As a, as a result, I root for Team Mexico. Sure. Not the U.S. I don't hate them, just, you know, indifferent. Um, Chivas has a young squad with a young coach, uh, Almeida. I mean, they've got nothing to lose, really. 
their payroll is significantly lower than Tigres. I mean, Tigres, I think, I believe, is like at uh, mid-tier uh, La Liga um, uh, payroll. That right would now. not surprise me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. And Tigres has basically two squads. If 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 you look at look at it, well, they can play, you know, Libertadores, which obviously Mexico is not participating in right now. Um, and they they also have you know their team that can play you know the, the domestic front, as well as you know cup ties with a younger squad you know like a, essentially you know their youth academy. Yeah, they've got a they've got a guy sitting on the bench, Jonathan Espericueta, a recent um, you know sil- silver uh, ball player for uh, the under seventeen team that won the, the second of uh, Mexico's under seventeen World Cups, and he hasn't even cracked you know that starting team. I mean. He's on the bench. Tuca, Tuca Ferretti is just a guy who doesn't really rely on youth. And yeah. honestly, I mean, obviously it's – we're hoping for the best, expecting the worst, but for Chivas – Well, look, I mean, Eddie, you got, Chivas definitely has a chance to win. I mean, they're in the final for a reason. I I would – I I what's going on with Pulido, though? I mean, he's not been on fire. And if he has a good series, absolutely Chivas can win. But he, I'm not seeing enough out of him lately. What's the deal? The thing with Pulido is, I, I believe Almeida's got him playing a little far back right now. I don't yeah. know if, if that's an issue of uh, maybe, you know, kind of playing a little bit more of a counter, counterattack game. Sure, sure. But Pulido, early in the season, I mean, the, the, the numbers don't add up because he plays with his back to the goal a lot. He receives a lot of service and, and lays off to, to Orbelin and all the guys on the wing. He just has it. He's. Really, Chivas has not scored many goals in the in the Liga. That's true. They've been they've been unfortunate. It's been they've been hitting crossbars or just coming so close. I mean, you've got players like uh, Hernandez. You've got uh, trophies. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys on the team who are making dynamic plays, and it's just that last uh, that last shot, that goal is just you know not on yeah, target. Or and they've been playing a little close to the vest with the you know with obviously the way that you know they can get through with the higher seed. They've been playing a little tight. I certainly think they don't have anything to lose in these two games. Eddie, so good to talk to you, buddy. Uh, don't be a stranger here on Soccer Weekly. That was a great call from Eddie. Uh, really appreciate that, Achivas fan. They have been playing a little bit more like let's get through these rounds with that top, you know, the higher seed being the three seed coming into the playoffs. So I get that to a certain extent. But again, they can take the gloves off, right? They can essentially, there's no more pumping the brakes for Chivas. Let's go. That's what's going to make this fun. I really believe this, uh, these two legs are going to be open, wide open. It's one of the best things about Liga MX anyway. But now, you know, there's no road goal junk to worry about in the final. Let's just two, two legs of let's go. Put the ball in the back of the net and may the best team win. And that's what I love about it. I cannot wait. I absolutely cannot wait. Speaking of putting the ball in the back of the net, Mario, we've got to talk about this really quick. My LA Galaxy, which we haven't even discussed, it's not been that kind of week, gets another win on the road with one of the prettiest goals. If you have not seen the highlights, when you get home from driving and listening to the Soccer Weekly, go find the highlight of this Giovanni Dos Santos goal. We want to play the ESPN call from our friends there, especially Taylor Twelman, who's the color analyst there. Let's listen to this call of the Geo goal against Minnesota United. There's some thought that Tadara and Ramirez might have been called up by Twinsman a couple of years ago as Alessandrini feeds that in. A little low touch, and what a goal that is from Giovanni Dos Santos. The Geo Show could be back. Here comes 12. And the Galaxy are in 
Strikes in Minnesota. Oh, you've got to be kidding me, Giovanni Dos Santos. You've got to be kidding me. He starts to play, gets it wide. Alessandrini, who's been on point from the opening whistle of this year. Stop it! <laughs> to have that touch with the outside of your left foot. Oh, Take a bow, Giovanni Dos Santos. Drop the mic, walk off, do whatever you want. Magic. Pick it out of the net, Bobby Shonaworth. Yeah, it was magic. And that's uh, Taylor Twelman getting so excited. It's Giviani or whatever. I mean, but I mean, he obviously had a great call of that goal from Gio Dos Santos. The Galaxy get the win. And that was it was brilliant. You have to go see the touch. And don't tell me, you know Gio Dos Santos knew exactly what he was doing on that goal. That's the beauty of it. He saw Shuttleworth before the pass is delivered. Beautiful pass, by the way, from Alessandrini, who continues to play magic football. But, oh, don't even tell me Dos Santos didn't know what he was doing on that. He knew exactly what he was doing, and it made it all the better and all the sweeter as the Galaxy get the full three points heading into another road game coming up this weekend. And, uh, yeah, i got to check the schedule on that. I've, I've been so busy worrying about Liga MX. The Gal- oh, my gosh, it's the Cali Classico. Oh, my goodness. I'm kidding, of course. San Jose's unbeaten at home, and we have to take it to our bitter rival. I hate San Jose. San Jose scum up there. Oh, I hate the earthquakes. I hate earthquakes because I live in a high-rise in downtown LA, but I hate the earthquakes too. Oh, who names a team after a disaster? Chicago Fire? I mean, millions, you know, not millions. People were killed in those areas. San Jose earthquake? I mean, how unoriginal and depressing is that? And their name before was the Sharks. Yeah, terrible. The Sharks, too. <laughs> well, that's their hockey team, right? The San Jose Sharks. How ridiculous up there. San Jose. Hate them. Come on, Galaxy. Give them their first loss at home. My L.A. Galaxy should be able to continue their hot streak on the road. But, you know, Baggio Husidic with the injury breaks his leg. Ah, Terrible, terrible. The injuries are piling up. We'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on that here. On Soccer Weekly. You know my favorite segment of Soccer Weekly, Mario Reese. It is time for Stoppage Time. What time is it? It's stoppage Time! Yeah, Stoppage Time! It's Stoppage Time! Right now! Let's get right to it, Mario. A little story out of England. Dave, we have at least one person who agrees with you on last <laughs> week's rant about the Premier League yeah, being I went, overrated. Yeah, I, I told the truth on the Premier League being overrated, and look what happens, Mario. What happened? Man City striker Gabriel Jesus says he thought adapting to the Premier League would be harder. Thank you. I mean, the 20-year-old is in instant success. He's found it harder just adapting to living in England. Yeah. Well, no, that that is a problem for some of the guys who come over. Certainly, it's a different lifestyle in England. But, yeah, he's right. He's a footballer who's of the highest quality. He's not going to have any trouble in the Premier League or with Premier League defenses. Sorry, that's just that's just the case. All right, so LAFC released new renderings of their new home, Bank of California Stadium. This place looks pretty sick, Dave. I hate them. I hate LAFC because it looks so good. <laughs> I know. They have the safe standing section, which is cool for the supporters. Uh, uh, they got the Sunset Lounge with the pool deck. Oh, come on. I mean, Oh, that's so LAFC. <laughs> that's so LAFC. That's, oh, my gosh. That's our new phrase, Mario. Yes, it is. Oh, it's all flash and nothing yet. So it's, that's where you're going to be. so LAFC. <laughs> you're so LAFC. That's where you're going to be, at the pool deck, at the <laughs> soccer game. No, I will not be allowed in. If they, if they make you take your shirt off at the pool deck, ain't nobody <laughs> want me at the pool deck. Let me just say that. 
Yeah, man. So it's got so the, LAFC, though. The Field Club, which is like the premium oh. lounge. We got the Founders Club, which is like... Uh, my head is spinning. Like the Lexus Club at uh, Staples Center here. Oh, that's ridiculous. This and place looks sick. Get this. Now, uh, the news story out here, Associated Press reporting, they're planning to build a $30 million training complex on the campus of Cal State LA. Wow. That is so LAFC, too. So Manchester City's Leroy Sané has a huge tattoo of himself. What? Almost covering his entire back. Oh, my goodness. That's like, look, I'm the most modest man in the history of radio, but that is very pompous. Dave, if you got a tattoo, what would be uh, the best tattoo to represent you? To represent me on my back? Yeah. A large jelly donut. (laughs) And that way you'd have a little color, right? The little, like, uh, you know, like a nice uh, raspberry donut. That would be me. Or the one with the sprinkles all the over sprinkles it. All over it. I like those ones. <laughs> Multiple colored jelly donut on the back of me with some sprinkles on it. That would be perfect. That is stoppage time. This is Soccer Weekly. I'm Dave Dunholm. It's presented by Puente Hills Toyota. Each and every week, get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out, PuenteHillsToyota.com. Thanks so much to the great Mario Rees who produces this. Jesse Lopez, as always, great job. I'm Dave Dunholm. Coming up tomorrow at 6 a.m. here on ESPN LA 710, the morning show with Key. George and LZ. This is Soccer Weekly on the home of world football here in LA, ESPN LA 710.